2: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of little legends podcast i swear i could go twice as long as that i got the lungs for it and i'm practicing every week but i am your host bluffins joining me as always is Boop. what's up buddy (laughs) oh you know what's up and for those
3: of you at home you probably already hear it um my voice is a little messed up um so here's a story i was sleeping and then I try to eat my face. Um, Yikes. (laughs) um, I've got, like, um, I, I, like, chewed my cheek, and there's, like, sores on my tongue and stuff, so the only way I can talk is if I push up against my teeth so my tongue is skinnier, so it doesn't hit the sides of my mouth as I talk.
2: It's pretty rough. But I'm here. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 you're you're good to go. I, I
3: think now would be the greatest time to practice ventriloquism That's <laughs> um but yeah so if you guys are wondering why it's sound like a four-year-old um <laughs> that that is why um so this should be a pretty funny episode to hear uh
2: funny sad <laughs> depressing all very much interwoven in a lot of ways so uh we'll definitely
3: <laughs> we'll Dude, I, so
2: I know so <laughs> If you notice us uh, running through things a little bit quicker, uh, we apologize in advance. But nonetheless, we're going to try to bring you guys a good show here. We do have a patch to talk about. and We'll be doing that. We've also are going to be casting on Friday. Uh, we mentioned it last episode, but we'll bring it back up again. And uh, we will uh, be talking about that in a bit. But of course, before that, you guys know we are a prediction esports podcast. P-R-W-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N esports on spotify and itunes make sure you are following that feed as well really does help us out uh this week game night has an asterisk because we are going to be casting so i'm not sure if myself and or boop are going to be there but if you do want to use the discord uh for game night and if you know, someone wants to run it. Um, I know Iced is is always in there, uh, or or whoever wants to run a game night and just play some games. Feel free, Discord me slash Little Legends Podcast. Again, Boop and I might not be there because we're likely going to be casting, um, so the stream is gonna be is not gonna be there, and we may or may not be there. I'm not promising anything right now. So, but if you want to use the Discord to play some games on Friday feel free discord.me slash little legends podcast or really any day or any day. Honestly, guys, I, we say this all the time, but if you just want to jump in the discord and I, you know, I always check every, if I'm playing, I always, I usually check and I'll be like, Oh, if I want to play with some people, just, I'll just hop in the Discord and voice, and someone will usually jump we got, over. We
3: got a couple people doing it, and we got a bunch of open lobbies. Like, yeah. uh, it would be, yeah, it's, 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 this is your community. So, uh, it's another really great way to talk to friends and find people who are your same rank, mm-hmm. you know, talk about strategies and stuff. Cause we have, we, we have the whole gambit in, in the Discord. So, yeah, mm-hmm. these channels are yours too. Just don't abuse them.
2: Yeah. Or else you're getting the ban
3: hammer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, the guy with his voice is going to ban you. <laughs> um, oh, also, remember, speaking of the Cruise Invitational, there's a very special prize up for grabs.
2: That's true. Boob's favorite. Yeah. The title mm-hmm. in Discord, Boob's favorite. You need to win. <laughs> Actually, whoever gets the highest rank in the Cruise Invitational, which we are casting on Friday at 2 Eastern, uh, alongside Deathblow and Kenobi. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. I was pretty positive about that, but I just wanted to double check. Yes. uh, Make sure you guys are there. We'll be getting all the links and whatnot. Uh, It'll all be in the discord. We'll be, I'm sure spamming it all over the discord and all over Twitter. Again, if you want to follow us on Twitter at LIL legends pod, um, good place to know whenever we're going live, whenever we're putting out anything, any of that good stuff. So that is going to be it in terms of housekeeping, but in the pre-show boop, we talked we both had a similar experience this week with tft <laughs> and that experience was getting just run over consistently oh my god
3: dude oh my god i'm like scared to play now <laughs> 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 like so we were blev like messaged me earlier i didn't respond but thanks again <laughs> for a funny that. Sentence. Um <laughs> but um the he was like dude I've sucked at TFT lately. I came on. I was like, dude, me too. I haven't gotten anything over than six. Yeah. In my last like four or five, six, seven games, maybe. Um, it And I, for me. I think for 90% of those games, I'm forcing for some reason, not even trying to force. But I end up playing Brawler Blasters. And, I don't,
2: Same. I, and Same. I don't think I know how to play that comp. Uh, there's, I'm doing something wrong because I see do wrong. so well with it.
3: I know everyone and then I was and then more is like oh I love the diversity and I see Brawler Brasters up there and I'm like
2: (laughs) well (laughs) I will say in the patch rundown um, so Jinx is getting a slight buff which we'll talk about in the patch notes after the break uh, in a bit but Jinx uh, is the lowest win rate for cost right now. I think it might largely be in part because of specifically me. But <laughs> I am the statistic driving the stats down. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think. So I, I kind of, and I don't know if if you've sort of pinpointed your, uh, your downfall, boot. But I, I think I have a little bit of a pulse on mine. Yeah. Um, what, what's that about? So I have the first thing is i think i'm getting too uh i'm getting too tunnel vision on one comp tour i'm getting tunnel vision on a comp too early um which i've talked about in the past is actually the opposite problem i usually have but um i've been like i've been slowly opening it opening up but like if i get like an early ye i'm like oh guess i'm going uh Guess I'm going <laughs> guess slash bros. Rebels. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. Guess I'm going slash bros. Guess I'm going. Um. You know, Yasuo Yi comp. Uh uh-huh. Or it's like what I've what I've been doing, and what it's really weird because I have the, probably the last three or four games, I have consistently been going on an early win streak, like picking up an early level two Lucian, ra- running cybernetics, and having a really strong board, and going into like, uh, like right before wolves like I'll have a win streak from Krugs to Wolves essentially and then like right before Wolves people will get a little bit stronger Same. I'm like I think I know where this is going not, same and, and I, what I'm finding is I th- I think I'm getting to a point where like level 7 is my peak for a lot of these comps and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm either like mm-hmm. l- I'm either like spending my gold too early or not yeah. planning out far enough which <laughs> might just be because a last set where it was like, okay, you get to eight and then you kind of settle at eight. But now it's like, get to nine, get things that are stronger. It's like none of the comps I'm building are ever beating a three-star gin, a three-star Shaco, a three-star this, a three-star, like I'm never beating those comps. And I think that's the problem is that like, you don't have to beat all of them, but once you get to that, like, um, you know, you get to chickens, you start getting like, I'm I'm at like, one life essentially not like one health but like one i'm
3: losing sometimes to the npc rounds okay (laughs) like i'm not i'm not getting that i'm not doing that bad and and this is why i think i think it's like part of the reason why you're doing it i am being a little facetious i did i did lose to the npc round one time i am getting third in that game though um and this was like a while back yeah but anyway um i think like for me too the level seven peak is exactly where i start falling off because I think you get lulled into this weird false confidence with that comp, yeah. And because it is pretty strong early, but I think I'm playing it a lot like gunslingers in set one, mm-hmm. where it was hyper roll gunslingers, right? Yeah. So I think I'm spending a lot of money, and then it's just like Graves isn't that great, right? Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, his I think his ult can be like really underrated
2: i think it's pretty good but it's not like gonna carry you
3: yeah exactly and i love ezreal so like Mm. i think i like get the ezreal and then i think for me i have a really hard time being like okay cybernetic chrono and then i just don't do any of that and go brawlers (laughs) yeah right Mm -hmm. (laughs) because because like for cybernetic i'm like Oh, okay. I got Lucian. I don't really want to find two other ones, right? Pyrom on right. Well, like, I don't want to find an Aurelia, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or or uh, or Echo. Um, and then it's just so much easier to find malphite <laughs> Yeah. You no. Know? And I feel like Jinx is always like the first four cost I see. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, well, I- so I pick that up, and then I get like really excited because you know I've got my five percent chance at my level four. mm-hmm I just spent all my money mm-hmm. and I don't ever find another jinx that I've already
2: put all my items on. Right. So. <laughs> well, my my problem, I think, because I've been specifically like I the the last game I played, I very specifically hedged. And maybe this is part of the problem is that I hedged for too long. So maybe the opposite problem I was talking about. And I had mm. too much gold on my bench and rolled. Plus, I probably rolled too much where it's like, OK. I'm playing like blaster brawler with like three cybernetics and like Lucian is the, is the, is the, the, um, the linchpin of that comp, right? Like he allows me to go either way. Um, and then like, if I get a jinx first, I'll go jinx. And if I get an Aurelia first, I'll, I'll go Aurelia, Um, and, or I'll go, um, cybernetics rather. And I just keep waffling. So maybe, yeah, the more I'm thinking about it, the more it's like, yeah, maybe I just have like, eight to ten gold just like floating in bad spots is like even if it's in yeah. play it's like if i have a two-star <laughs> Crank, but i end up going cybernetics every like i'm losing gold by even even having it in play right like mm-hmm. i could sell that i could have never bought it like i'm losing gold if i build the level two right so mm-hmm. and then the the other problem is like yes the, the even if i like if i go okay I go, I'm not going cybernetics. I sell those off and I go like get the, you know, air quotes completed brawler blaster comp. And like I had decent items like double giant slayer plus guardian angel is, I think, relatively standard on Jinx. Maybe that's just not good enough. Maybe it needs to be a trap claw or something instead of guardian angel because Jinx seems like she's actually and maybe it's my positioning, but she doesn't seem like she's doing anything.
3: I don't remember the last time I saw my Jinx get excited outside of an NPC
2: <laughs> She but, definitely uh, does, but it's like, it's 1v6 <laughs> and she kills two units and it's great, but it's so, even with the Blitzcrank.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and like, I think we're maybe unfairly comparing her to old versions of her. Yeah. When she was like, the best carry in the game mm-hmm. with Draven.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it was the same comp. It was still Brawlers, Gunslingers, right? Right. Um, or it wasn't really. It was, it was Brawler's Jinx. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, but now we've got Jinx, who I think we're all just kind of used to just being really good. And I think she's going up against way tankier people than before. Uh-huh. Because, like, again, it might be positioning, but my Jinx always attacks Malphite and Cho'Gath first, without question. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Even like you said with the Blitzcrank, a lot of people have gotten pretty pretty good at positioning around yeah. Blitzcrank. Mm-hmm. So, um. Even when she does get excited, the rest of my team's already dead because of voids or something. Yep. Right. So I think building defensively is probably the thing. So those of you listening, please tell me why I'm doing it wrong. So I know I troll a lot during game night, but two games two game nights ago, I was running a blasters comp mm-hmm. and Tap Out was like, Where are your items? And I was like, On my bench. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I would probably put some items on that Lucian, dude. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. (laughs) You you know what I mean? I just like, I'm closer to like a driver's permit in terms of driving (laughs) that comp than like I can play Celestials and like Protectors really, really well. Um, But for some reason, I like start a game and I won't even have a blaster or a brawler. And then at round six, that's all I've got. Yeah. (laughs) It just happens that way.
2: Yeah. I just. I think my problem is like, it, maybe it is it just, you just need a QSS or something on Jinx because like she gets CC'd and she's just, she's actually useless even with the GA. Maybe the GA is a bait. Maybe I'm not building it. I'm fine with any of those things. My positioning is certainly not good. I'm not scouting enough. I'm, I'm willing to <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm willing oh. to take all those. But like, is that like the difference between top fouring and getting like seven, eight? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't my rank, which is a uh, high gold right now. Um, maybe i, I don't I know mean,
3: it's, it's just so weird because like like you said when i see other people running it they're always doing really well yeah like there was another game night where also tap out that put two ies on jinx or maybe three ies and just wrecked us all mm-hmm. and it's like why does your jinx do that <laughs> and my right. jinx never makes it past the rank two
2: I feel like my right. Lucian is stronger than my Jinx. I don't know. Yeah. So, it, well,
3: it's like when you watch
2: pros in, like, Rocket League or something, and you're yeah. like, that's not,
3: that's not how that that's works. That's not man. Rocket
2: League. Why are you playing this other game? Wait, how do you... Okay, wait. How do you turn on the car <laughs> flying cheat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, are you moving faster? Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, yes, but it's it, not it a It feels cheat. like it's, that. Yeah. It's really frustrating.
2: Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I think the... While the... um. I think at a macro level, the one of my problems is that that comp is it's easy to assemble, but it's not actually easy to play. If that makes sense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're like I see Sphinx and like a Crowan or any of these pro players that are that are in it. They're in it for a reason they uh, understand and appreciate where that reason and where that value comes from and they execute on it properly so like yes okay i picked up a couple malfights oh i can d- i can get all of the units it's not hard it's not like it's a mystery what units are in that comp it's actually extremely straightforward what units are in that comp but Am I buying them at the wrong time? Am I hedging too much? Am I going in on it too early? Did I roll too much to get the jinx? Did I not roll enough to get the jinx too? Do I need the jinx too at this level instead of this? Do I need to put these items on it? Do I need to put items on Lucian first? Do I need to put like, there's there's 20 other questions I could ask myself that I'm not able to give you a good answer <laughs> and why for. Why am and I
3: spending all my money to three-star graves? Why am, not, <laughs> why am I I'm doing I'm, that?
2: I'm not i'm not doing that but i'm doing that i think maybe i maybe i have a little bit of a better beat on why you you might not be performing <laughs> uh,
3: but. I, you know it's so funny too because i wasn't very good at that comp in set one like i never was able to play gunslingers very mm-hmm. well and i don't know man it's been really frustrating over the last week i'm just gonna stop playing it i just feel like everything else is so contested yeah it's like I, I tried going to Star Guardians once, and like I couldn't find a Nico. Yeah, I, like, if I don't have a Nico. Then I, I I gotta go a different way. Yeah, you know, and then and then it's too late to you transition. You're already in seventh place, right?
2: Yeah, I I need, it. It's tough. I think it. There's a lot of um up. There's a lot of like comp specific breakpoints and knowledge that you need in this set, which I I feel like. And maybe I was just maybe I was just more in tune with the meta and I was playing more consistently in set two and set one. It's possible. I'm willing to admit that Legends of Runeterra has not helped my TFT time. I'll tell you that much, <laughs> um, which, by the way, i a Masters in Legends of Runeterra uh, shout outs to oh me. Um, <laughs> that's all we've talked about it on, on before. I, that, I hope like, you
3: eat your mouth in your sleep. Uh, <laughs> i bet i that's bet true, i God. taste delicious by the way uh <laughs> that's little legend Leopard.
2: that's the best that's the. that's, that's the real the yes that's the best tasting little legend is me except i'm a big legend i'm not a medium legend i'm a big legend <laughs> uh minus legend um but uh i forgot oh i think like so you look at like star guardian versus um Cybernetics, right? Like those are two very strong comps. They're doing very different things. That one is attack damage, one is uh very much magic damage, one is a fast eight comp, one is a slow roll comp uh that peaks at level seven and then you add in your eight and nine. It doesn't matter. Cybernetic, you need to hit level eight before like you need to get to level eight and then roll, right? If you do that in Star Guardian, you're gonna have nothing. If you roll early in Cybernetic, you're not gonna get the six, you're never gonna get your um, your echo so like the, the those things like even i know like it's very it's straightforward once you know it but like if you don't know those things you're gonna be getting this so i'm i'm just maybe maybe it's specifically with the brawler blaster comp that i don't know what that thing is mm-hmm. um and it's just been it, it it's frustrating um but not because of the game it's because of me like yeah that's a that, good thing yeah exactly about it's it and like, for everyone else is that it's yeah, not the well, game it's it's absolutely me <laughs> it's
3: like Valorant for me right like yeah. i love the game but i hate feeding and that's all i do so yeah. <laughs> like i had my f- i don't want to die 16 times you know every game like i usually do I i've I actually gotten died 16 times uh, i've actually gotten <laughs> quite a bit better recently but like still it, it starts like just getting to you right yeah. and and then you like try to go for something else but you're already in, in a bad space and then there's like a part of me that's like i want to make this work right mm-hmm. like i will not move on to like make it work i think my problem is items and itemization um and i've always been really quick on the trigger when it comes to items just mm-hmm. in general yeah so that's definitely part of it and something that we talked about last week was a lot of these top players are building much more defensively if you like yes. look on blitz's app and like their tier list for items chain vests and negatron cloak i think are tier one and tier two so hmm. when has that ever happened and, th- <laughs> and, uh, and so like chain vest was because of ga uh well um well uh an old thornmail with Titans Renekton. to yeah um which is pretty good i but like but what i'm saying is like I think a lot of people especially at our level get baited into getting rods and gloves and right. you know swords and stuff the sword's still a good pick but um like recurve bow i think can be a little bit of a bait yeah i think large rods are definite bait for me um so yeah. i think that has something to do with it it's just like importance of items and when like there are certain items that are better early mm. than they are late and there's sometimes that are better late than they are early like giant slayers you're going to find more value late than you will early because everyone just has more HP. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely has part of it with me.
2: Yeah. And the other thing is like the like marquee items and the like hyper carry items like, you know, IE. Okay. I know where an IE is going. I know I can put it on. I can put it on an item carry now and then transfer it over to my carry later. That's pretty straightforward ga i know i can make at any time in any game and it's going to get value i don't care i can make that early but like if you ask me when are the best times to build static shiv i'd be like i don't know i, I barely ever build that i'm like too afraid to build that because it's like it doesn't scale super well into the late game so it's like how do you get value out of it but like i'll see sphinx or a crow and all these other but rate it's all these other top tier players that like yeah they'll, they'll they'll they know when to pull the trigger on those like on a static shiv on a like on a zephyr like i'm fine building a zephyr but like am i favoring it no (laughs) and maybe that's maybe that's the problem so i think i think the the core of it is uh i need to up my fundamentals more um Mm -hmm, because i think that i definitely i know for a fact that they're not at the same uh they're not at the same proportionally as they were in the the well i think
3: the other thing, and just to give some people some uh, background as to what I think, I think the two of us have been really focusing on beginners recently. Yeah. Um. And so we've been, um, we've been trying to think of like things like getting to the app and rolling, yeah. and you know, and so that's been like, our, especially my focus when I've been playing recently is like, if I didn't know anything, what would I be having a hard time with? Mm. So I think that definitely has something to do with what. Is going on because it's like i know exactly what to do until like level five or six and then right. everything after that's kind of a guess yeah right? yeah <laughs> you know um and i've i've I found really good success on some other comps but this i like playing blasters they're fun to watch mm-hmm. so i just really want to i want to make it work
2: i think uh the moral of the story is uh suck. is <laughs> that jinx sucks and gg jinx goodbye. Um, So, yeah, let's move on here. And, and of course, we mentioned the uh, Cruiser Invitational, uh, which I'll just go over again quickly here. Uh, It's a a tournament that myself, Boop, Deathblow and Kenobi are casting. And it's uh, an event put on by Cruise to show off their their app, which if you guys remember the previous one, it's really cool. Our producer was actually jumping through the different perspectives with the app, which is really cool on an iPad. Uh, which is not really something that you can do right now, at least not easily. So it was really cool to be able to do that. Uh, All the all the player uh, perspectives uh, are going to be shown. There's going to be four pools uh, in the top eight grand finale on May 1st, 2 p.m. Eastern, and it's sponsored by G Fuel. So uh, a lot of cool uh, casters, myself and Boob included, and many other familiar faces that you have seen casting other TFT events in the past. So really excited to be doing that. And that again is going to be f- this Friday. If you're listening live or soon, it's going to be this Friday, May 1st, 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll get the details in the Discord again, discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. But we've got Oh, a
3: pe- And I'm casting something else. Oh,
2: that's right, boob. Spill, yeah. spill the deets on that one.
3: Yeah. So I'm going to be doing Fight Night Rising on Thursday um, with uh, Rissa slash Shriving Light. She's going by Rissa now, but um, Shriving Light might be what you know her as. And um, it should be pretty great. It's the first time in like months um, that I got to cast uh, that. And it's kind of, it was my first ever casting gig in TFT. Now I get to do it um, again, and I'm going to be really excited for that. Yeah. I don't know who's in that specific lobby this week, but I don't um, know if it's usually been yeah, Sphinx sometimes is in there. Um, I, it, it's so funny, like people in the community and the podcast just appear and it's yeah. like, I don't know that guy. Yeah, right. It's like when you're like at an airport somewhere and you see someone you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're like oh you Um, but yeah so I'll be casting on Thursday and Friday um, casting some TFT which is going to be sick I'm going to miss you though
2: man I'll I'll miss you too boo but it's okay you only need to wait one day also (laughs) uh, you know what I miss? Airports because we used to be able to go to them but we can't anymore Uh, (laughs) and I brought it right down but we'll bring it right back up we come back from the break and talk about past 10.9 we'll see you in a bit with currently no nba nhl or mlb you might think there's nothing to bet on well you'd be wrong our exclusive partner bet online still has hundreds of events games and props to wager on from their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack they're bringing vegas to you missing the nfl no problem bet online has live daily madden nfl 20 simulations you can bet on you can still bet on survivor a big brother american idol stock prices and even the nathan's hot dog eating contest all open 24 hours a day and all online use promo code blue wire to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus bet online your online wagering solution guys looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds get to bluechew.com bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BlueWire. Just pay five dollars shipping. Again, B L U E Chew.com. Promo code BlueWire. Welcome back, everyone, from the break. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be talking about Patch 10.9 for TFT. In the year 2020. Uh so let's just jump right into it. They we will start off as we always do by reading the little intro that they wrote for us. Welcome back from the future, Chrono players. I uh, see what they did there. Time travel, Chrono, get it? Get it? Uh, this week's patch 10.9 uh and that means new galaxies trait and cha- uh new it means new galaxies, trait and champion adjustments, item system changes, and last but not least new odyssey themed arenas. Ooh, nice. I didn't actually know that. Uh, We hope this will open up more uh, even more interesting team options. We're also lowering the power of the larger vertical traits and buffing some of the smaller supplemental traits again with the goal of opening up more interesting build paths. Perhaps the most interesting change is a reimagining of chrono. That trait will now always give a 15% attack bonus every few seconds with the first tick coming in at the start of combat. Now, adding more Chrono champions will increase how often your champions get attack speed, rather than how much.
3: Interesting. Wasn't that the Lunar buff from last set? Lunar
2: buff wasn't attack speed; it was uh, crit chance. And okay, something it was similar though. Yes, like. yes.
3: Um, really? I also like um, this choice of words here: reimagining of Chrono. <laughs> 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 uh, we all know what that means. Um, anyway um a lot of a lot of changes here a lot of changes
2: yeah and and mort in his patch rundown uh mentioned that there's a lot of changes in terms of number but he and the team believe that this won't actually have a huge impact on the meta uh at least that's their belief at least that's their stated belief is what i'll say um because uh well we'll go over it uh, in a bit but uh I'll start us off here with a system uh with some system changes here. I'm just going to run through all of these and then we can go back and talk about them. So, uh champion shop drop rates uh I'm not going to go through all these numbers because there's a lot. You guys can check it. I'll have the link to the patch notes in the, in the description. If you want to check it there or just look it up on the, on the website. Um, basically, um, shifting, uh, the drop rates and, and increasing the drop rates for one cost units at later levels than they were. So it's going to be basically, it's going to be easier to three star, some one costs, but harder to the three cost or to three star, two and three costs uh which is sort of yeah which is good because you know we're seeing it be very consistent to get these three star two and three cost units
3: yeah Uh, like teams with like six or seven three star units
2: and like and they're all like shake like Shaco three star and uh vi three like you know jace three star all those so it's gonna be easier to get one cost three star but uh harder to get the other one. Item and drop changes. Players can no longer sell units if doing so would cause an item to be deleted, aka you already have 10 items on your bench. Players can no longer open loot orbs if their bench is full. Uh both of those are pretty much quality of life changes so that you don't accidentally delete an item because that was not something that we is very obvious. Until you do it, in which case you hate the game. You might. You pretty much want to just FF at that point. I think uh, you can no longer do that. Um, and also, now all players drop at least one small orb in the first three PVE rounds, meaning that you will always get gold or Nikos. And before you say, "Oh, but I don't want a Nikos. I wanted gold," uh, just copy a two or three cost unit and sell it. There's your. There's your gold. Um, that's a. That's what mort said i didn't come up with that off the top of my head we also got two new galaxies treasure trove every minion and monster in the game drops a loot orb hello
3: <laughs> i love it i love, it. I what love cluster that that's gonna be that's... What a cluster that's gonna be it's gonna be great it's gonna be I'm great i'm so excited for that uh, speak... I, I mean like I, like that's the thing like there's nothing really going into detail here it's gonna be a cluster everyone gonna be rich everyone gonna have a ton of items
2: yeah it's gonna be right
3: great. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be awesome
2: uh I also, um, so what's the, what's the, the galaxy where everyone gets a force of nature at five? Do you remember what it's called? Uh, okay. It doesn't matter. Cause it, this is a joke setup. Uh, you know what it should be called? Fawn super, for everyone. Def- it's, super, super dense galaxy. It's super dense yeah. galaxy, but it should be called. It's fun for everyone. Get it. Cause like fun, fun, force of nature. Huh? 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 Uh, right. Yeah. If you're hiring a comedian, uh <laughs> don't hire me, please. We have a uh, slideshow for that. Be a ba- <laughs> yeah, we, we have a deck. We have a deck for that. Uh, if you're hiring a comedy t- a comedy troupe, uh mm-hmm. please God reconsider. Uh <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> please reconsider that thought. Uh, and then speaking of clusters, we're getting the Star Cluster Galaxy as well. All tier one, two, and three champions on carousels will be two starred. So um,
3: this is really cool. Yeah, because it's a cool. I just bit my cheek. Um, <laughs> <damn>. um, <laughs> um, we'll really be cool spitting be, blood soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Um, uh, it's a comeback mechanic if you're picking first on the later carousels. Yes. So you'll get your first chance at your three star units, which are like such good. Anch- some some of them are really good anchors. Oh, the thing about just right. getting right. Um, so. Oh wow, that's crazy that's going to be really fun for star clusters. Yeah. that like and thinking that is like something that you should think about in my opinion yeah especially for like the third carousel or something um and further than that because if you pick first you're going to get a two-star lux, two-star mm. you, you you know what i mean like yeah any three-star unit that you need um at that moment in time to finish off your traits sometimes yeah so it's a really fun comeback mechanic. I think that they're doing. I'm really, I'm actually really excited to see how that affects like just tempo of a game. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. It, it seems really cool. The other caveat here that's not mentioned in the notes, but Mort mentioned in his rundown is that the second carousel is all two cost units. So there's not going to be like an early three cost unit that's two starred in the uh, second carousel. So, uh, Just so you know that. And then the galaxy odds um, are actually not all equal. Um, Treasure Trove and Star Cluster, the two new ones, have a 12.5% chance each. The Nicoverse, Lilac Nebula, Medium Legends, and Super Dense are all 7.5%. Trade Sector is 10%, and then Normal Game is 35%. So we're at 65% chance to get a galaxy, 35% chance to Normal.
3: Um, I I only get normal games,
2: (laughs) and that's why we're losing.
3: (laughs) Um, I haven't, I haven't seen Lilac in Asia's. Oh, I I haven't seen Lilac
2: in a while either. I still have never gotten Trade Sector either.
3: Um, (laughs) and the last time I saw Lilac, I was like, I'm gonna pick Wukong.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you win? (laughs)
3: i did not Um, (laughs) that was a that that was a quick top eight yeah um but i I went for it now i know why hey there you go um (laughs) i'm (laughs) so i i'm pretty i'm pretty intrigued by star cluster um we got someone in chat saying it's gonna be weird and ranked but i think in terms of like competitive galaxies this one is actually the in terms of competitive integrity, I feel like has a good amount of it. Like Nico has some really good competitive integrity. I think yeah. medium legends does right. Like things that like, yeah, that's true. Are, are like slightly different, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not like completely out yeah. there. Trade sector. again, out like, there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and treasure Trove is out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's so much RNG. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, And so like, I, I, I'm excited to see what star cluster is because I mean, some some two like tier two one cost units are great. Um, yeah. but it's also the difference between like three. It's also three gold, right? Which is something right. you never get off of a carousel. True. And well, so, I mean, um,
2: if you get a three cost, you get three gold.
3: Well, yeah, 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 but, but
2: not like, at the beginning. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Right. So, and with everyone getting orbs too early on. True. Like the one cost units just to sell are a bad idea. Yeah. Um. True. Cause you will just make your own two cost one star unit at the beginning. So yeah. again, like something I think the game has always needed was a little bit more of a comeback mechanic and mm-hmm. star cluster. is definitely providing that, uh, late
2: game. Yeah, for sure. Um, Boop, do you want me to read these because you're <laughs> in pain and yes, miss. Okay. Yeah. I just, so I, just <laughs> wanna, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to, uh, take your, yeah. take your thunder. If you yeah, wanted yeah, to go, read, go but yes. It, man. Okay. We're moving on to the traits and we've got focused balance changes, uh we're lowering the power of larger vertical traits and buffing some of the smaller supplemental traits to open up some more interesting paths. Um Yeah, I'll read these. I think the best way to do this
3: is just to say whether if it's a buff or a nerf.
2: Okay, yeah. Blade Master Proc Chance is getting a buff at uh four nerf. blade wait. Oh, it's getting a nerf. Yeah. Yes, a nerf yeah, at four. Fifty-five bla- is lower than sixty. Yes. Well, uh, I have a six Eldsia, which is dyslexic, but um, spelled oh, my backwards. God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? It's offensive because I don't have it. Uh, uh. Bl- blaster bonus attacks uh, is getting a nerf uh, at the at the top end. Brawler bonus health is getting a buff for two brawler. A nerf at four brawler. A burf. A burf celestial celestial getting a nerf all across the board except for two celestial which stays the same cybernetic getting a a nerf at six cyber dark star attack damage and spell power getting nerfed uh at um six six dark star and also at three dark star infiltrator attack speed is getting nerfed uh, across the board. Uh, two infiltrators say the same. Infiltrator now refreshes on initial takedown at all levels, so actually a buff to two um, to two infiltrator. Uh, Protector shield is getting a nerf at uh, at the highest levels. Rebel shield is getting br- those are, nerf. Those, those are, nerfs. are
3: weird numbers.
2: Oh uh, yeah. They are weird numbers. Mm. Uh Rebel Shield is getting a nerf. Sorcerer Spell Power is getting a nerf at uh, four and six. Star Guardian mana is getting a nerf at six Star Guardian. Vanguard Armor is getting a pretty sizable buff at two Vanguard, going from Double. sixty to one twenty five. Yeah. Uh Starship mana, which <coughs> is of course specific to Aurelian Soul, is getting a pretty big buff. Um from 20 mana per second to 40 so double the amount of mana per second and valkyrie critical strike threshold is getting nerfed thank god uh yeah general (laughs) general balance and other adjustment blade master is in has increased the speed of bonus attacks so instead of like the the attacks just happen physically faster like it's not like slash slash it's that's how uh that's how that's how mort described it in his video which is why i'm replicating it here um Chrono attack speed. We talked about that earlier. Uh, yep. Mech pilot. Uh, a mech pilot is no longer granting the, um, the mech is no longer granting mana to the pilots when the mech dies. Um, it was 25. Now it's zero. The mech base health is going down, getting a nerf and the mech uh, pilot share of uh, mech pilot share. Of pilot health is going down as well. And we actually Mort tweeted out a, uh, tweeted out a um spreadsheet Spreadsheet. of the changes in health which are in the notes which again are in the description you can look at basically it's uh the mech health at all levels from three to nine is uh down across the board um Mm -hmm. by around 350 ish like 450 average yeah 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 around 400 Mm -hmm. or so average across as high as 478 at the level nine mech uh, and as low as three fifth sorry, as low as three forty-three at the level four mech is the lowest um the lowest nerf there, but still all a nerf all around there for the mech health. And one of the things um that will will be played out in the champion uh changes, which we'll talk about here, is Mort said wanted to take power and health specifically away from the mech itself and put power into the pilots. Um so uh we can see yep. Fizz do things that aren't yeah. just exit the mech. <laughs> right. It's like, wait, Fizz can be played outside of the <laughs> mech? Well, what?
3: Infiltrators got buffed too, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. Um it just isn't worth it otherwise, right? Like a spell casting infiltrator? Very interesting.
2: Yeah. It well, I mean it it was just even if he was alright, it was just so easy and just better to, to run the mech. So now you're not necessarily uh um pigeonholed into that. But we got some yeah. champion changes here. Tier one champions, uh Fiora's riposte stun is getting a buff at uh three star. Um Graves' is... I
3: think all of these are buffs at three.
2: Yes. So Graves smoke grenade uh blind duration, buff at three, Kazix's uh damage um from his ability buff at three star. Leona eclipse damage reduction buff at 3 star Malphite energy shield uh hey. percentage. That, Infiltrators infiltrator got Trader buff. Mal-
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the silent buff to infiltrators there. Malphite got a buff. Yeah, <laughs> that <three> silent
3: <laughs> infiltrator brawler comp, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah.
2: Hey, we don't see it. It could it could uh take it could take uh the world by storm. Twisted Fate wildcard damage buff at 3 star and then Zig's bomb damage is actually getting a buff uh across oh, board. the board. Tier two champions, Annie's health uh goes uh gets a buff again, taking health and power away from the mech into the pilots. Uh Lucian will now target the nearest enemy with his double tap after finishing uh after dashing if his current target is dead. So uh Lucian's alts will no longer be eaten, I guess, or canceled. They'll just he'll just target whoever's closest. Um Sona is getting a pretty interesting rework. She's getting a buff to her heal amount, but she now only Will remove stuns, so red buff now stops uh stops her, and all other debuffs that normally uh would have been removed by Sona are no longer except for stuns. it's just stuns now and they and to compensate yeah. they gave her a little bit of extra healing
3: and just like quickly on that, like she's like the only one that could do that and right. such a like a cc and like aura slash like debuff met- like items right. that we have now right that was way too strong for one yeah. character to be able to nullify a bunch it was of just
2: weird items. yeah yeah and if it was like a five it was, cost
3: it wasn't a regular game
2: either right if it was like a five cost that like it was a big flashy effect that like like if soraka was a five cost and then her alt did more than like just heal it was just like a huge i don't know something like big if it was like uh, old Pantheon and he turned into a dragon and dove across and instead of dealing damage, he healed everyone and removed e Like an AOE cleanse or something. An AOE yeah. huge cleanse that was flashy. I could get it. Is it being like a one off, but like a random two star like rebel mystic? Why does she have this like weirdly unique and powerful ability? So they kind of they, yeah. I mean, this is still pretty unique removing stuns, but they uh, they changed it a bit and they made her a stronger healer, which I like. Yeah,
3: that's more for fantasy. Yeah. Um, And these next two, I'm really excited about um, just for the game. But yeah,
2: go ahead. So, uh, Rakan, Grand Entrance Targeting uh, is now the farthest unit within three hexes. Uh, It was the farthest unit within three hexes. Now it's the farthest unit within attack range plus one hex. So, Mort was saying this isn't actually a change. It just makes it so that he works with RFC now. Like this. It, it just makes it so that there's no longer like, it doesn't work with him with RFC, and now, like, we'll take it, and, and the same with Yasuo. Uh, well, Yasuo's a little yeah. bit different, because that actually is a change, but Rakan is not um, really changing, it's just, he works with RFC now.
3: Yeah, same thing when you would put RFC on re back in the day, where her yes. ult was just miss.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. We all
3: learned that the hard way.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, The
3: Yasuo thing is awesome.
2: Yeah, Yasuo, uh, his alt targeting... Uh, it, It used to be the highest uh, item unit and is now the furthest unit away within attack range plus two hexes. And again, this will work with RFC as well. So um, yeah, really cool. Um, Mort mentioned that Yasuo's ability was kind of just anti-fun because you like live out the fantasy of you know stacking your carry and it's like and Yasuo just automatically targets it stuns it deals a bunch of damage. It's the
3: same reason why Cybernetic sucked.
2: Right? Yeah. Um
3: just like oh items, am ha ha Oh,
2: you mean um you mean Hextech. Oh,
3: no, not Cybernetic, Hextech, yeah. yeah. Um yes. it's yes. the same reason why Hextech sucked, right? It's not fun and interactive. It's just like it, it's anti what you should be doing which is building items right. on your carries and he was doing so much damage with his items yeah right it's not like they could counterplay him all that much yeah um i guess unless you had a trap call which is why i think trap yeah. call and quicksilver mm-hmm. i mean quicksilver doesn't stop the damage though um right but the thing i really like about this is kind of like that plus two hexes thing mm-hmm. because you i think that using the mid board is something that we can still kind of do yeah um and having you position it in a way where he attacks a tank on the third row or mm-hmm. second row right i'm excited to see what other units because i don't think this is the end of that that we'll see but i think there's right. going to be some some types of things where like someone casts something in the mid lane and like it, like there's an aoe effect or right. something um because it's not just like for this unit anymore, right? It's, yeah. it's hex space. and I think that's a really cool thing to explore
2: mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, it definitely is. And and now, like Yasuo has an element of positioning that is actually relevant because like mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily get to the back line. He probably does because he'll move up. But like, you, if you know you want something on the left, you can you can pretty much pick which one you want to hit. But like, your opponent has the potential to counterplay it. You have the potential to counter. Like it's it actually makes their uh it actually adds a level of like thinking and positioning which i think is good. So overall i like it. I i just didn't like i didn't think it was egregious but it did kind of stink. It's like you know i build this carry and like i just want to put my I didn't items up to it. see a carry. Right. It just gets it just gets killed by Yasuo and it's like yeah, i get it but it doesn't feel good. So this is i think is good. And he's still going to be hitting you know, those same champions probably a decent amount of the time, but like, it's not just guaranteed now. So
3: mm-hmm. I like it. There's it's again, fun and interactive. It was fun for the Yasuo player, not interactive for anybody. Right. And so now it's fun and interactive because you're going to have to switch. And yeah. it's kind of like Blitzcrank, right? Like yeah. you don't want to get pulled or you don't want to hit the Blitzcrank. And yeah. with your Zephyrs, you're going to have to, you know, choose where you're going to yeah. attack. And are you going to invest in RFC on Yasuo? Right. Mm hmm which you probably should but um, <laughs> it's a good item on them yeah uh but uh yeah it, it, it just expands the interactivity and variability of the mm-hmm. play.
2: yep absolutely uh moving on to tier three champions we got master Yi's healing uh it is no longer it was 8 10 15 now it's just 12 percent at all levels so three star Yi getting a nerf uh the other two levels actually getting a buff um, rumbles flame spitter damage actually getting a pretty sizable buff uh, at all three levels three star rumbles now doing 1000 damage up from 800 so uh nice little buff for for rumble
3: mm-hmm. and probably stunning you at the same time right and playing grievous wounds on you
2: yeah so rumble low key might be a might be a banger coming up in this uh in this new patch um the much talked about and complained about by us earlier in the show. Jinx is getting uh a a slight buff at uh 2 star, uh getting an extra 25 damage on the rockets, but it's still just as hard to get those rockets off. The problem was never doing damage when you yeah, had the rockets, I mean, it was getting them yeah, in the first get, place.
3: Sometimes you just got to get those rockets off, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh yes, yes, name of your college dorm etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> uh, moving on to tier 5 champions. <laughs> major espresso okay <laughs> got it. Uh, tier five champions Aurelian Souls Mana is getting changed it's going from 30 80 to forty one twenty. 120 um, he's getting it more often right exactly he's getting he's gaining 40 um Mana a second which more basically um laid it out as Aurelian soul basically has a free seraphs on him now um so he has a higher cap but he's he's alting once every three seconds whereas before he was alting once every four seconds so huge buff to Aurelian soul honestly um and uh yeah hopefully we'll start to see a soul uh played a little bit more gangplanks uh mana is getting a buff it's going to be easier to cast that first alt going from starting mana 75 to starting mana 100 so just a little bit easier to get that first mana or that first all off gangplanks faster impact upgrade is getting a buff it's going from a one second delay to a point three second delay so uh very uh very much faster there and then xerath's abyssal bombardment damage is getting a nerf at one and two star three still starts. huge yeah 50 damage at one star and 50 damage at two star as well so pretty big nerfs there for uh, Xerath. And then also the splash damage is going um, from 50% of uh, base damage down to 25%. So pretty yeah. big nerf for Xerath here. Yeah, much deserved. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> we, we tend to see this where like new five costs comes out and they're pretty strong, which I, I like. I would rather the fi- the five costs feel better when they're strong. Well,
3: um, it's because it's like fun watching the mole,
2: right? Like, right. it might not be as direct but at least the fantasy is
3: there. Right. Right. Like with Pantheon yeah. on release, it really was really Like, cool. when I first saw Mole, I was like, this is sick.
2: This is the coolest.
3: And I was like, probably one of the awful. coolest
2: alts yeah. in the game, honestly.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pantheon's ult was awesome in terms of visuals yeah. and how it interacted with the board. um yeah. It was just broken for a really long time. um yeah. And so I think, kind of like, <laughs> League is known to like buff characters right before they get skins. Yeah. And so, if you want to make a joke, this is definitely where that is. But, um, 50% less damage on the splash damage might be negligible, because if he's getting a splash damage on you anyway, right, you're probably dead anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but, that's still 50% less damage plus 50 less damage on level one and level two. Yeah. That's a lot of damage that you're missing.
2: Yeah. It's definitely like the 50
3: base plus the 50% on the splash. Right. That's you're just not going to be doing as much with, right. with the Zareth.
2: You have to really work to get the Zareth going, but that, mm-hmm. I think again, still fine. And uh, one other thing I, the Mort said in the, the patch rundown, one of the reasons that they're buffing so many of these, I mean, Zareth not included here, but gangplank and Asol getting buffs is that, um you know one of the issues or common things is to see these reroll comps where you're getting three star you know three costs and two costs and whatnot four costs um which is really taking away from the power or the the usefulness of five costs so if you put some of that power into five costs maybe it's not so much reroll comps it's like getting to eight getting echoes getting gps getting a soul so definitely uh definitely some interesting changes i like it a lot um Moving on to items. Just one item here Quicksilver shield duration going from 15 seconds down to 10. Probably good. It was just too good, right? Like <laughs> it just lasted Not for too much of the fight.
3: Right? Because yeah. with Trap Claw, the interactive part is your positioning, right? Like right. baiting a Blitzcrank. Right. Um, but Quicksilver is just like you put it on and then you got it you like to live 15 seconds. Right. For right? half
2: the fight or else. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I've always thought Trap when shot was released last set it was i think in the podcast it's like this is a super cool item just like Mm -hmm. in general um and i think it's just better than quicksilver in terms of like fantasy and like in my opinion of like Mm -hmm. what i like in the game yeah um but yeah 10 seconds is fair too because there is a lot of cc in the game so Mm -hmm. i think you need an item like quicksilver but 15 seconds is a really long time that's like a cycle of ultimates
2: yeah I mean it's half of the normal fight, right? Like it's mm-hmm. now it's just a third, which I like. So um the rest is just bug fixes and some mobile uh client uh fix, fixes and quality of life things and just ads. Um so we won't go through those, but overall, I mean, I think that this is it's a solid um, patch. This is a really solid patch. And again, uh like it was mentioned, it it's not like, it's a, I think a lot of things fundamentally are changing here, but it's done in, like, it's by, like, increments, right? It's just, like, little things here. A lot of little things are changing. It's not, well, we uh, we nerfed, um, you know, we nerfed Shaco into Oblivion. Uh, he's gone now. Um, we're still seeing Shaco. Even okay. after the nerf in the B-patch, we still see Shaco played. He's still um, a decent part, but, like, he wasn't completely wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um Because we've seen time and time again, like, yeah, you kill, you know, you kill the Top Gun. Second place is like someone has to be best, right? Exactly. Uh, Kill Top Gun,
3: play some volleyball, join the (laughs) the cult. Um, Yep, (laughs) that's how you do it, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, um, I think like two things for me that pop out here was all the demolitionists got buffed which is
2: yes that is true
3: part of the reason why i think rebels got that super weird nerf yeah um not weird in terms of not needed but weird in terms of numbers yeah um because i think now it's like what what is the rebel here let me find it again rebel uh, shield is 210 and 330
2: Yeah, six, which is just weird numbers. Those are those are like um, very much. It was thought about and adjusted. Yeah, yeah. They they tried. They tried two (laughs) fifteen. Right.
3: (laughs) They tried (laughs) two hundred. Yeah. Like this is where this is where they are. Um, and then the other thing, um, that really, again, I I go back to. It's not necessarily because of this particular change to yasio and Rakan, Mm -hmm. but like I'm really excited to see what like hex based movement. And spell casting is going to happen in the future because it's definitely something that they can one hundred percent explore. The other thing I'd like to see because they they can do this with kind of like the hex stuff are ults that don't necessarily need to hit an enemy, Mm. right? So like an alt that can like stay on the ground or something, right? Right. Kind of inferno. So this is my theory. Okay, I think the hex thing opens up the possibility for Teemo to come
2: okay go on just
3: throw a mushroom right two hexes away yeah or at level one it would be one hex away sure level two would be two hexes away level three would be three hexes away right and just like anyone who uses traps right can can do something like this or um kind of like gangplank um gangplank barrels in set one yeah totally totally i love that right because sometimes they're totally useless and no one's gonna run over your mushroom but in the regular game that happens too Right. right. So I think it kind of opens up not just possibilities and tank positioning and like midline stuff. I think it opens up in terms of who can be in the game. Right. And um, I'm really excited to see um, if that happens because Caitlin also has traps and maybe mm-hmm. in the next set she can lay traps down yeah. and it increases her headshot damage. So maybe mm-hmm. they stand on a trap and she has double damage to that person. Right. Yeah. Like that's the type of stuff I'm really excited about. Um, and, and I think I think they're going towards
2: <laughs> yeah we saw it yeah with gangplank is the one that jumps to mind i'm trying to think if there's anything else i mean inferno was kind of like that a little but
3: bit
2: it, it, it hit the unit first and then right. left something yeah yeah right
3: like mm-hmm. i think like something that like is, is on a hex right maybe you go over shroom and you take a percent amount of damage right because he's also probably or maybe he's i don't know but yeah it opens up to some creative possibilities in terms of using characters right. in different ways again, and like it'll be it'll be really interesting to see where this goes. Because again, I do not think it's just for characters like Yasuo and Rakan, right.
2: who well, it certainly doesn't have to, to be to a
3: unit. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So, well, and I think we're gonna get Timo soon. I mean, there's got Teemo's gonna be in the game at some point. It's the most requested. Yeah. Right. Like it's gonna happen.
2: Right. Well, the other thing is, it also. One of the one of the cool things is like what I like and what really drew me into the game originally were two items. Wait, did RFC do it in the beginning? I think so. I think RFC always worked like this. I mean, it used to give make your attacks not miss. But RFC was one because it like extended attack range, which I thought was really cool. It's like Volley Bear Voli-Bear. RFC Volley Bear was one of my favorite things from set one uh i the josh o g twitch uh twitch rivals event the first one uh still very memorable to me um and then the other item was uh and i've talked about it before was um rageblade because you start you you take what a character can do and because there's no unlike underlords and unlike auto chess there's no cool there's no inherent time cooldown so like you can push the and, and seraphs too to an extent is like you can push the limits of what a character can do if you put a rage blade and a chojins on them they can and, and and they've talked the devs have talked about this being kind of a problem potentially with some designing because like that is an option for everyone but i like that and and and, and this paradigm specifically and why i brought it up um with rfc is like you can have this sort of hex targeting that is impacted by rfc and it's like Okay, maybe you lay a trap one away, but if you put an RFC, it can be three trap or it can be three hexes well, away and, or something. And like,
3: like that. the cool thing about it too is, we're not
2: right. right? Or you don't have to do it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like the thing is, like if you put an RFC on Timo, right? I think it would be more to get your ult faster, and put him in a safer spot right. than you're potentially sacrificing like really weird mushrooms, right. right? That are closer to your allies or something, or maybe yeah. that's good because he also it comes and jumps on you and goes onto a mushroom, right? right so i just like especially with a bigger board and the fact that a lot of people are leaving a lot of space between their units right now Mm -hmm. um i think it would be a cool thing it'd probably be mega frustrating and people might a lot of people hate like trap mechanics just in general but um again it's up there i think fizzle is kind of like that too right where it kind of just goes and like
2: aoe attacks but i don't know how the targeting paradigm for fizz works or yeah, for I, that matter. I,
3: I think again it just opens up a lot of design choices that right. um they can use for a lot of different things yeah and and now like for anyone who jumps anyone who does any of that um they can use this hex based targeting now right um for boss or nurse yep. so that's really awesome um i i am predicting though, we'll, we will see rebel demolitionists come back though because just yeah ziggs got buffed across the board gangplank mm-hmm. got buffed and so did uh Rumble, yep, another really big buff there. Really big. And those are um, and Rumble and Ziggs are characters you usually can three star.
2: Yep, it'll um, be slightly so, harder to, to three. It'll be easier to three star Ziggs and harder to three star Rumble now. But um, yeah, overall, but yeah, be
3: greatly rewarded for three star. Whoa,
2: one k flamethrower yeah. is a a scary prospect. What do you think we'll see in terms
3: of differences? That's that. That's my that, That's my um, hypothesis.
2: My hypothesis is so I'm I'm basing this off of a tweet I saw from Disguised Toast not too long before we started this podcast, uh, uh, this episode rather, um, where he had I think six or seven three star one cost uh, and uh, the. <laughs> The renewal and rebirth of egg roll may be upon us (laughs) with the the changes. (laughs)
3: Um,
2: so we might be seeing some. I'm okay
3: with egg roll. I play that way anyway.
2: Yeah. Your three star graves might be, uh, might be (laughs) relevant. (laughs) Might be viable. Yeah. It won't cost you as much gold now. Um, I mean, I'm thinking things like three star Caitlyn, three star, yeah. Uh, graves could be one. I mean, we already see the, um, space jam comp which is like the hyper roll pirates comp um mm-hmm. having a decent amount of success so i i think it's going to shift a little bit um i think it's going to shift away from the three star shakos and three star four costs of the world to the you know the the egg roll type and then also five costs which is a lot like set two and with the exception of like
3: yeah like the same changes in set two where actually people weren't three starring two and a three costs right Right, and so they added. It was like not the same as the opposite, right? Yeah, because I remember Kindred being like my main example. There was Mm -hmm. getting three star Kindred wasn't worth it until they made it way worth it, right? Um, And then, uh, and I think they try to move it back a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see, like, because especially in that star cluster galaxy where you're going to get your two star one cost right away, like you start building them as a carry, assuming that you'll be able to three star. True.
2: Yeah. Um, I think Caitlin might be a big. Even though she didn't get touched here, Chrono. Uh, word on the street from uh, our boy on the inside—not on the inside, but our boy on the front lines, Eric Thomas, saying uh, Chrono is being slept on right now, or is, is actually a viable like six Chrono. Um, and if you can get three star Caitlands and three star Twisted Fates and six Chronos, pretty good. We, we might be onto something. I don't know. Or, or Wu right? <laughs> Wu Kong is uncontested, so. Yeah. <laughs> He does a lot of damage with his alt if he's three-starred.
3: It's a lot. It's
2: like four K. A isn't? lot of
3: damage. Is yeah, three-star Wukong. A lot of damage. Only
2: costs you 80 billion gold. <laughs> yeah,
3: and you have to have a Morelos and Rabidons and you're only gonna ult once, so.
2: <laughs> you're only alting once, but that one alt. Whew. <laughs> and and two Vanguard got buffed. So as long as your opponent's also not running magic damage to kill your hey, Wukong maybe, instantly.
3: <laughs> maybe that Lilac Galaxy first take on the Wukong. That's... Uh, <laughs> it'll, be it's, no. it'll
2: be the third worst thing you could do instead of the first. Attack speed Soraka for the win. Uh, but on that note, uh, we will put Boop out of his misery here and allow him to stop talking on <laughs> camera now. Uh, but Boop, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm excited. The new, the new, um, the Odyssey line looks sweet. Uh, those mm-hmm. skins yeah, look those really Arana's nice. Are really the Arena awesome. skins yeah, look really nice. One is my favorite. Um, I didn't play the Odyssey. I wasn't playing League back then. But these it is a really fun event. It seems really cool, just based on like the things I've seen from it. So, um, very cool, very cool. But that's gonna be it for this show, everyone. Thank you for listening. Boop. When you haven't eaten half of your face off <laughs> while you were sleeping, where can people find you on the internet? Um, www.only fa- I'm
3: just kidding. Um, Twitter, <laughs> yikers! <laughs> I've been waiting all week. I was like, because like I like being like dating sites or stuff, but it's been in the news lately. Anyway, um, you can find me at Rex on Twitter. For now. Oh.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Are we seeing a brand change? Are you are you teasing a brand change? Oh, I really want the Rex off. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So
3: it'll be Boopasaurus. I, I'm the only one, so <laughs> you'll find me there.
2: You go. Awesome. Well, uh, guys, make sure you are joining the Discord. Discord.me/slash Little Legends Podcast. You can find me and Boop there pretty much all the time. Uh, we're always lurking around uh, again. If you want to use it for games during the week or on Friday for game night, make sure you uh, just hop on in. Um, you can follow the podcast again at, uh, at LAL legends pod on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins if you want do all sorts of other stuff. But now who cares about that? Just join the discord. And talk to me there. Uh, that's the place to be. But Guys, that is going to be it for this episode. For Boop, I'm the Blevins, and we will see you guys next week. We'll be talking about even more DFT.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.